Welcome to the Random Science Podcast. I'm your host, Francine Dash. We're talking with people about their views on vaccinations, whether or not they got them, and the impact that their decision has had on their lives and even careers. We're also talking to professionals, scientists, and everyday people about what all of this means to them and how their lives have changed forever. COVID-19 created a worldwide pandemic unlike anything we've seen in recent history. In the winter of 2019, the COVID-19 virus was introduced to the United States and by March 2020, it became known to the rest of the country. Since that time, there has been a debate as to what it is, where it came from, and what it would become and its impact on all of us. In fact, that debate continues even today. In between that time, many people became ill. Unfortunately, some of them passed away. But the good news is vaccines were created. And these vaccines offered hope for some, but for others, they weren't sold on the vaccine and didn't think that they should have to get it. With that, I'd like to welcome our guest today, Daryl Grayson. Daryl, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Francine, for having me. Now, I, I, I want to quickly jump in and, and, and say that you've dealt with this whole vaccination part of the debate in your personal life. Could you tell us a little bit about what that has been for you? Well, as far as the vaccinations uh, period, I was never one to really rely on them. Uh, my parents um, brought us up in a loving environment to uh, nurture us uh, physically and mentally. So when it came to me having to uh, work at a hospital, eh, they kind of like uh, forced them on me. Now, oh, the, you're talking about the vaccinations. Well, all of them in general. Oh, but I when, see. When talking about the flu shot, I had never had a flu shot until I had to uh, have one at the uh, at my job, oh, so to speak. Oh, yeah. I see. So okay, okay. That's all, that whole nature of vaccinations all of a sudden came about. So did you have vaccinations as a child coming up? Well, yeah, I had those, you know, those. Uh, and, you know, if I had known about them as a child, I probably would have said, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm not taking it, <laughs> but being though that I didn't, I didn't know what uh, was necessary and what I needed at the time, hey, uh, I definitely had them, yes. But mm -hmm. as uh, as growing up and understanding uh, a little bit about what they kind of are, then I said, hey, I feel great. Mm -hmm. I don't need them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you were able to do that. It sounds like for the most part until we got up to this COVID nineteen. Yes. Yes. So. Start us at that point. So things are changing. COVID-19 is, is starting to happen. I would like to go back to some of the other, but COVID-19 is happening and people are scrambling around trying to figure out how to keep people at work safe and keep people from getting sick and all of that. First of all, let me ask, did you believe that COVID-19 can do or has done some of the things that people say that it has? Well, I must uh, first start off to say that mm, I'm one of those uh conspiracy buffs mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. in listening to other people that I know are as well mm -hmm. and feeling the way they felt uh, listening to, to some of the research that they did and some of the research that I've gone into um, thought mm, very 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 suspicious well what's caused you to be the most suspicious as you said you've looked at research that others have done I don't know who those others are. Maybe we can talk about them and the research that you've done. What's made you, given you the most pause? The fact that 
the the way it came about for one mm-hmm. uh feeling that knowing it was uh possibly definitely done um uh, in from the powers that be so on a say on a uh regular level mm, this could not have happened if it wasn't in my opinion uh caused by our, our wonderful government who really uh loves us to that point mm-hmm. but uh i i firmly believe that it was truly done by them by the government and a for one of for one purpose a cause and effect so backing up a step you think that the covid-19 virus or whatever it is right but this virus that came about you think that that was something that was created yeah, man-made. Man-made. Yes. Yeah. And that our government has something to do with it. Yes. Okay. So I, I want to come back to that, but let's go back to the flu vaccination because you said something interesting there. You've never had the flu vaccination. Is that correct? Well, I've never taken it yet. You've never taken it. Yes. So when you didn't get the flu vaccination, because at some point in your life you were getting them, but when you came to this space and that flu vaccination was introduced to you, what was it about the flu vaccination that caused you to pause? Well, I, like I said, I'm really. Uh, like, in, is there something in it in your yeah, research or like? Um, well, as far as the flu vaccination, you know, I didn't uh, really uh, research that. I, it was something that I never had to have. Anyway, so I didn't have to have it, and it wasn't a necessity until a few years uh, prior to my job, mm. saying that it was mandatory. Gotcha, gotcha. And right. then when it became mandatory, that's when. That's when, when it became mandatory, mm-hmm. then I knew that uh oh, something else is coming down the pike for certain. So mm-hmm. I'll go ahead to keep my job. I didn't feel that the. Uh, flu vaccine was as worse as something coming down the pike, you know, thinking that I'm trying to buy some time Mm -hmm. to get myself together. Mm -hmm. And um, what I had planned to do after I retired or quit the job, uh, had that kind of firmly in place. So being that they said, okay, this flu vaccine is mandatory now. Mm. I said, okay, I didn't feel that it would, it would be worse than anything else coming down the pike, like I said. So mm-hmm. I went on ahead and took the vaccine, the flu vaccine. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. So you 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 gave into that demand yeah. from your job, thinking that, okay, this is it now. I've I've given into this this one. This nothing one else. and then and nothing else. So for you, you drew a line in the sand and said, Hey, I'm not taking anything else into my body yes. per this job. So now this COVID thing happens and the COVID vaccination comes on the scene. And like a lot of employers, folks are being required to get, in some cases, two shots, in some cases, one required to get the vaccine. So you had already made that promise or declaration to yourself. Now we're at COVID. What's the process that you go through to make that final decision that, hey, I'm not going to get this vaccine, no matter what they say? All right. So as being that conspiracy buff, uh, <laughs> being able to check uh, different types of media sources, 
like uh well might as well say youtube mm-hmm. um uh friends family mm-hmm. and then uh spiritually the church mm-hmm. the bible mm-hmm. so i'm checking all those factors in mm-hmm. saying that okay um we are we should not be forced or or having any kind of uh, uh, any kind of wherewithal that we should be able to say yes or no to anything else. Now, the vaccine to me, with what I've uh, concurred, is more than the flu shot. Mm-hmm. I felt mm-hmm. that it was something more in the vaccine from the way the virus came about mm-hmm. to the way it spread it. And then from the fact that they rushed to a vaccine for this thing and it just came out six months old mm-hmm. and they're working on vaccines like never before. How do you think now you tell me a little bit about how you think this virus came about. So there's some indication that you feel that the virus is a real virus, but do you think it won't affect you or it'll affect you differently? Or do you even have a concern that this is something you need to be worried about or concerned about? Well, I think it is a, it's man-made, just like a lot of these other uh, major uh, viruses, like the Ebola virus, in my opinion. I thought that was uh, created by man, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, nobody had feared the Ebola virus enough to shut down the world or any of these other diseases cancer, anything other uh, super diseases that they've created. They didn't shut the world down for that. So why uh, COVID-19? Mm-hmm. Now, all through um, the Obama administration, uh, these... Uh, that was the Ebola, Ebola time frame, the Obama administration. Yeah, I mean, as far as, yes, as far as him mm-hmm. being in office and mm-hmm. then listening back on other presidents speaking of a new world order. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so most people, you know, those words go right over their heads mm-hmm. and, you know, they don't quite understand, but in checking on things, uh, looking at things, uh, really delving into what they're supposed to be trying to do, Okay, so that all fits to me uh, with the with the with the virus. Well, let's do a little bit of education. You you said it all fits, and you mentioned conspiracy a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Let's go into that space a little bit because I want to make sure that listeners, some of whom probably didn't get the vaccination as well for their own host of reasons, but they may or may not know about the space that you that you've operated from to make that decision for yourself. So let's pay some respect to that if we could. Let's talk a little bit about the conspiracies that you said specifically to New World Order. Um, if you could spend a little time there kind of educating us a little bit about what your thoughts are on that and how you think that's led to COVID-19. Ultimately, I'd like to know what you think they want the end game to be if, in fact, it's part of a conspiracy theory. Yes, um- you know, we've all heard of the Illuminati, mm-hmm. and then we've all heard about the one percenters, the people that uh, control 
pretty much everything. The Rothschilds of the, the British, uh, they are control. They control the. Uh, uh, they control the money. The uh, Federal Reserve. Uh, they control all that. So they're printing up money left and right, and uh, being that they um, had a, a thought that you know, with the world uh, using up its resources, you know, they feel that, okay, the only way we can uh, have for ourselves is to basically uh, find a method to depopulate the planet. So that's my theory in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. The virus is used to depopulate the planet. Mm -hmm. Now, in respect of this particular virus okay now we've had uh viruses such as this uh, uh twice in our uh, in the past mm -hmm. okay so uh and we've survived from it as a as a race but it did depopulate the planet mm -hmm. twice mm -hmm. and then when you take into account that uh people die every day mm -hmm. thousands of people die every year mm -hmm. from the viruses that are commonly known like the flu virus and uh, other ailments cancer the uh, covid virus it it acted just like the flu virus so i think that's why they tried to mask it and say that okay we're this it's COVID, so it's much worse than the than the flu virus. So we need everybody uh, to get the vaccine. Okay. And I think that's what their uh, main aim to push and say that that everybody needs it, so we can eradicate it. So if the virus is the tool used to depopulate, then what does the vaccine do? Well, in my opinion, there. There were supposed to be, uh, I figured, three stages. Uh, the vaccine is one to, in the uh, new electronic age, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they, they're working on nanoprobes. They were to uh, inject into our bodies mm -hmm. to, to make us more susceptible to the 5G and then turning our bodies into basically connectors for the Internet. Mm -hmm. for one so the vaccination was an opportunity if i, I want to make sure i'm hearing you correctly the vaccination space was an opportunity for people to inject folks with uh this nanotech yeah um that would then play into that bigger plan of the 5g okay right okay. Of, of transforming uh the um transforming our bodies from the inside out mm, mm -hmm. uh, also uh, one other reason is to also uh, as you know the older people were more susceptible mm -hmm, and right and that would uh, uh, kill off the older population mm -hmm. so depopulate the, that way mm -hmm. and the third was to make us um, more susceptible to the 5G. Mm -hmm. 
uh, as well. To, mm-hmm. And a way to tell who has the vaccine and who hasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I uh, came up with, I had, you know, came up with those three reasons for the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for you, having done this research for yourself and coming to this conclusion, that was just enough for you to shut it down and say, hey, I'm, I'm not doing this for these reasons. And I don't need to explain these reasons to my job. I'm just going to not get the vaccine. So how did that work on your job? Did you just tell them you weren't going to get the vaccine? Or did you, there, was there like this process or was there a back and forth? Was there a negotiation? Uh, no, there was not a, a, there was not a negotiation. They gave us, uh, the due date was September the 15th. Okay. On paper. Mm-hmm. Now they had given us uh, two warnings uh, with by paper. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then through email. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they said, all right, if you do not accept the vaccination, mm-hmm. then uh, you would be terminated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have until the 15th of September. So was there any offering? Some employers offered an opportunity that said, hey, if you're not going to be vaccinated, then you have to submit to being tested and you have to wear a mask or any things like that. Were you ever offered any of those options or were, were you only offered the vaccine? Only offered the vaccine, yes. Okay. And so that in itself kind of made you just pump the brakes. You were just. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So now you're at this point, you've made your decision, and then that time passes. How long have you been in your job? Had you been in your job before this time? I had been there for 35 years. 35 years. So that sounds like you're in a space called, like, you could retire from, from this job. Were you given an opportunity to retire? Yes. Okay. You know, they tried to mask it as saying, okay, uh, if you're not going to get the shot, then uh, basically saying, hey, I refuse the shot. I quit. Mm, mm-hmm. But then uh, if I were to quit, then that would have adversely affected my uh, things after my benefits. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with the years that I had in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was able to retire. Now, mm-hmm. Had I not had that many years in, then yeah, I, they would have said, well, you have to quit. Mm-hmm. So you took that off ramp, you know, and some people who feel the exact same way you do came to the exact same conclusion. Some of them may have taken that off ramp and some of them may have just been given the boot. However, that happened. What do you say to people? What would you say to people who found themselves in a similar situation um, and maybe are still in a situation where they're trying to figure out where they're going to land and they don't want to get the vaccine? Well, I have to say I uh, believed in God that that if I made that it followed his advice not to take it mm-hmm. and he would take care of me. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, I've been a, I've been away for 6 months. Mm-hmm. And I haven't missed a meal yet. <laughs> and my bills are paid. Uh fortunately, I was able to like I said occur some of the things that I needed to do to uh, work uh, 
after retirement anyway. So mm-hmm. this is just, uh, I was blessed to be able to get the stuff I needed to continue to work uh, with my uh, uh, other job, mm-hmm. so to speak, that I've been doing for over 50 years mm-hmm. and uh, able to keep it moving that way mm-hmm. um, with the respect of uh, of, uh, of some of my coworkers that mm, had gotten the shot and I was, as I was still working, they had the shot. They were feeling all kinds of ways. They were not looking good at times. And I thought, well, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, they said, you know, it affects everybody differently. Mm-hmm. And it was right there before my eyes. So I said, I know, I know I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. When people started wearing masks and social distancing, did you ever adhere to any of those oh, yes. things? Yeah. So you were willing to operate in that space. It really just came down to the vaccinations for yes. you and your own personal reasons. Right. Okay. Okay. I think that, um, well, this discussion has definitely been a fruitful one. I'm glad you were able to land on your feet uh, with the decision that you decided to make for yourself and, and for your for your person. And um, so what's what's next for you at this point? Are you still involved in your research? Are you connecting with other people who have the same thoughts or yeah. are you kind of are you? OK, yeah, so. we definitely. Uh, yeah, I definitely talk to the other folk every day and then find out more people did not take the shot mm-hmm. and and they're fine. You know, now I'm not going to say that I didn't get the that I didn't get the COVID. I got it while I was still at work mm-hmm. and uh, it did not adversely affect me as it would you know has done for others Mm -hmm. so i quarantined my 10 days and i was fine Mm -hmm. uh built up the uh natural immunities Mm -hmm. which seemed to be what the doctors were downplaying Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. really believe that that is why i am still healthy healthy right now Mm -hmm. so i hadn't had any other problems since Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. Uh, natural immunity, I believe, is a factor, which is not being really discussed. But uh, the fact that, yes, I am still talking with others that are alive and well that have not taken the shot. And depending on where they work, you know, um, trying to find, you know, employment. Oh, cause, because they, too, have lost their job. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I certainly wish them well. Again, I thank you for spending some time talking with us. And, and I will have to, unfortunately, let that be the final word. There looks like there would have been a ton of other things to unpack in that space. Uh, but I want to thank you again for participating with us, Mr. Daryl Grayson. And thank you to our listeners for your participation. We want to encourage our listeners to continue this discussion through our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast has been brought to you by Pointcast News and Eliac Productions, a studio for podcasters, musicians, and anyone who has anything to say. To listen to any of our podcasts, visit our website at pointcast.news or visit us at Apple Podcasts. Also be sure to like and follow us on our social media pages at Facebook and Instagram. Join us next time, and until that, be blessed and take care.